two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast with your boy, your main man, your compadre. I don't know what you want to call me, but you could call me your bro for now, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But today's episode of the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast, we are going to discuss a multitude of things. Today's episode, we are going to go over week one of the NFL season. We're going to review, actually, of the week one. Oh, no, we're not review, but preview week one of the NFL season. We're going to discuss the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. We're going to also discuss Ben, ben, ben Simmons' situation with the 76ers and if he's going to stay, if he's going to leave. We're going to talk about all of that right now. So let's get right into it. Let's just let's go right into the, 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 the what we want to talk about today. And that's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has said already, we already know the news that he he's he wants out of Philly. I mean we all know what happened to him in the playoffs. He pretty much went non existent. I mean prehistoric non existent and in, <laughs> in the uh playoffs and I mean, truly, if me as a fan of basketball, I mean, that was just, it was, that was terrible. It was, it was terrible. It just, it wasn't great. I mean, and for me, it's, I believe, it's just, just, in my belief, I believe Ben should stay. Because at the end of the day, if you're looking at, a, if a team is looking at Ben Simmons, they're like, okay, well, if he's not going to shoot with the Philadelphia 76ers, what the hell is he going to shoot with? Like, what is he, what is he, what is, he gonna do then, like, and I feel like Ben Simmons. If it's if Ben Simmons is out there, I don't know if he's watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, but this is my 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 advice to Ben Simmons. Eventually, he's gonna have you're gonna have to you're gonna have to uh, as add or it no if uh, I know because I messed up with my words. I said eventually, 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 Ben Simmons is going to have to. Deal with the fact that I mean he's not great as he thought he was, and also eventually he's gonna have to realize that he needs to. Like I can say, of course, he needs to work on his game, and also he's gonna have to. He's gonna run into this problem anywhere he goes in the playoffs. That he's gonna get tested again, no matter where he goes. It doesn't matter if he goes to uh, Washington if they they tra- end up trading for Bradley Bill or they trade for. Like uh for the for um Golden State he goes to Golden State I mean it, at the end of the day these these teams that going that's buying for Ben Simmons it's like this Ben is gonna have to either they're either gonna have to either do two things build around Ben Simmons so he won't show his weakness or he's gonna have to improve his game which I think the easy way out of this is just pr- improve your game and you won't have to worry about it I mean we see uh video after video. Like in for the past three years, we said we we have seen video video after video of Ben Simmons shooting shots in the gym, 
I mean, and it's like he's making it and swishing it. And it's like, okay, bruh, why you ain't tried that out in the playoffs? And I, I feel like it's simple as this. It's no pressure when you're in a gym, when you're just shooting around with a couple of guys probably from the NBA or a couple guys that you, you're playing around, playing around with in the gym. Of course, ain't no pressure there. But the playoffs, that's a lot of pressure. And I think when that time comes, that's why it's different. You might say, because Philly fans, that's why I think Philly fans were more upset with Ben Simmons because they're like, okay, they see all this stuff three, for three years straight. They see these videos of Ben Simmons making threes or making shots and making layups and being hyper aggressive in these um, drills that he's doing in uh, in the off season. These shooting drills he's doing on the off season, and then they look at the season. It's like what what the fuck, Ben? It's like Ben, you're averaging 18 points. You probably possibly can add more. You're a big guard. I mean, first of all, you're a mismatch nightmare. You're you're a matchup nightmare, not a mismatch. But you're a matchup nightmare. You're a 6'9 point guard. I mean, the closest thing, you're the closest thing to Magic Johnson or what he could have, I mean, what Magic Johnson was, not the caliber of what, I mean, and I'm not no diss to Magic Johnson because that's really actually a diss to Magic Johnson because at least Magic Johnson worked on his game. At least Magic Johnson was like, well, hell, I don't got this, but I'm going to work on this. Like he, he worked on his game, he knew his weakness. His weaknesses, he knew his strengths. And he said, okay, let me work on my game so I can I won't have so many weaknesses. But Ben is like he's so content of just being, I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't and I don't I don't think that money is involved in this. Like money is money doesn't have nothing to do with this because at the end of the day, I think Ben is making about a good $30 million next year. I mean, and it's like this year and next year. I mean, the next coming years, he's gonna be making around that $30 million range. And it's just, for me, it's like you're making all that money just to suck in the playoffs. I mean, and some guys, we know some guys, a lot of guys in the NBA just play just to play. They, they're not here for the – they're not here for the important things. They're just here just to make it – I mean, just to say, okay, I made it in the NBA. I mean, which is good because you made it in the NBA, but at the end of the day, ultimately the goal in the NBA, I, I don't know what – if somebody, if – the gold chains for a lot of guys, or a lot of guys, they've been losing so many times. Or they've been, they're, they're just not losers. And no offense, not saying they're a loser in the sense of like they're just losers or whatever. But they have a losing mindset, and sometimes you have that. You have a, you lose so many times. And Ben Simmons was good in college. I mean, he was decent in college, but he was he, he was all right in college. And then in high school, he was pretty good. But that that that. The regular season doesn't really mean nothing. You can be the number one seed at all you want to in the NBA. It doesn't really matter because matter, at the end of the day, what it comes down to it is when the playoffs start, when that pressure comes, can you can you can you step up? And Ben Simmons did not step up. He, like I said, he went prehistoric, existent, existent, I mean uh, exempt or whatever. Like I'm trying to say a different word. I mean I'm trying to. Uh, Think about the word prehistoric, uh, extinct. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Prehistoric, historic, extinct in the playoffs. He just he wasn't there at all. I mean, the, the fourth quarter alone, the last, but for well, game three through seven, I guess in the Hawks series, uh, Atlanta Hawks versus 76ers series last year or this year, um, Ben Simmons literally just did not shoot any shots in the game three through seven in the fourth quarter, which is. 
I don't mind boggling that you don't even shoot or attempt a shot. I mean, the the it's just Ben Simmons at the end of the day, his confidence. You you if you look at and I always tell people if you look at Giannis's how his mold was during a Sun series or even the playoffs when he got fouled and he had to go to the free throw line and then you look at Ben Simmons' face, it it didn't change. Giannis Giannis face changed after a while. It kind of like he evolved before our eyes in the playoffs. It just seemed like at first he was just kind of like rushing shots because he didn't want to get the – he was rushing shots or he was still going slow. He was thinking about it a little bit on a lot of his free throws. And he was kind of missing and barely getting rammed, airballing at times. And then at times, Giannis would be so – he after a while, he just started making the shot or being more confident. And then the, once he was more confident going to the free throw line, then that's when he started being hyper-aggressive and said, okay, I got to go to the line. I'm You're going to have to go through it either way. I mean, you might as well do it. I mean, you, you, you're going to run into this problem. Ben Simmons is going to run into this problem anywhere he goes. So I think for him to say, okay, I'm just going to leave and leave this town, it doesn't really matter, matter because at the end of the day, if you're on a playoff team or if you're on a team that's decent and you're a piece that they need, most likely you're going to make the playoffs. And most likely – you're going to run into the same problem until you solve this problem. You're going to run into that problem every time. That's the same thing for Giannis. Giannis, for for the last two years, uh, for the last three years, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks were contenders, possibly uh, uh, contenders to win the championship for the last three years. And for what last, what last two years, they fell short. I mean, it, and it's, it's, I mean, it's, Unfortunate, but they fell short. And I, I love my Milwaukee Bucks, but we have to. Giannis had to figure it out, like everybody else did. LeBron had to figure it out. Kobe had to figure it out. Michael Jordan had to figure it out. Everybody had hardships. It's just the thing about the thing about hardships is that you can learn from them. You can learn from your hardships. The thing about losing, the thing about defeat. Sometimes you lose, but it's a good loss. And you might say, "Is it what, what are you talking about with a good loss?" Yeah, good loss. Sometimes when you lose, sometimes that's a learning lesson. Sometimes that teaches you lessons. It teaches you lessons to say what not to do the next time. And Giannis learned his lesson. Kobe had to do that. Uh, even Michael Jordan had to learn that when he went against the Detroit Pistons back to back years and lost to the Pistons back to back years. It's just everybody, every player, especially in the sports, you're going to have. So you're not going to be coming the NBA and just be automatically right into greatness. I mean, it's only a couple players that kind of got spoiled. Like Magic Johnson came into a system where he just it was all they was already winning championships, and then he just added to the added to that. I mean, it was a couple guys, uh, but on on paper that was just good coming in. Like Michael Jordan came in balling, but it just in his era when he came in around the '80s, it was already great players in at the time. At the time, it was you had Larry Bird at the time, you had uh, Magic Johnson at the time, you had uh, Isaiah Thomas at the, at the time. You had multiple guys that were good players at the time when Michael Jordan came in. Like, like Mike was averaging damn near thirty every year when he came in the league when he first came in the league. But the reason why he didn't get recognized because is was because the same way Ben Simmons is. I mean, you you're good. You're all star, which he probably did make all star teams. But at the end of the day, what it all matters is 
when the playoffs hit, when the playoffs come, can you can you become a different person? Can you change? Can you turn on like my, that Mamba mentality? And Ben Simmons, to say the least, he doesn't have that right now. He doesn't have that dog. He doesn't have that fight. He gives up easy. And I'm, it sounds harsh to say, but it is. He's not He's not that good. He's not. He just, it's not even like a, a diss to him. I mean, I'm not a – I can't really talk because I don't know how to play basketball, but at the end of the day, I got heart. I'm not going to just let, let nobody punk me because that's what happened. The Atlanta Hawks punked them. The Atlanta Hawks punked them mentally, not physically, but mentally. They punked them. They said, "Go shoot." They they made they punked them to the sense of saying, "You ain't gonna you ain't gonna make a shot. We gonna let you ain't gonna make a shot." And what happened was Ben Simmons kind of just folded under pressure easily, folded like a some looming fold. I mean, just terribly. And it just it's a shame that. He this it had to come to this where he has to leave, but because for me, I feel like he should stay. And if I'm a 76ers fan, I'm really not a fan, but if I'm a 76ers player or a GM or a, a coach, I'm just gonna tell Ben Simmons straight up: you're gonna have to prove your stripes. You 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 just gonna have to fuck the regular season when the playoffs come. You gonna have to prove your stripes. You gonna have to get over this hump. You have to you're gonna have to get over this Goliath. And at the end of the day, you're going to get booed. At times, the players are going to – not players, but the fans are going to boo you. 76ers – Philly 76ers fans are going to boo you for a while until you prove yourself. That's what I – at the end of the day, that's what I just believe about Ben Simmons. But, I mean, I don't want to talk a lot about Ben Simmons. I want to talk about a little bit more things today because I can talk about that whole situation for a while. But – um. Let's get let's go to the next the next topic and the next topic is the Dallas Cowboys versus the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that game was very interesting. It was a good game to start off the NFL regular season. Um, so it was really good. I mean, the, I've really wanted I wanted the Cowboys to win because just because I'm a Tom Brady, I'm not a hater, but I'm a Tom I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Um, and that's just me. I mean, Tom Brady's a great – I mean, he's a great player. He's not the GOAT, I don't think. I mean, because like I said, if you're talking about accomplishments, um, you, you could probably say Tom Brady because, okay, he won seven championship championships. But then if you really think about it, it's like, well, he had a top five defense, top 10, 15 defense for like three of them. So it's like – and then this this year's Super Bowl, that defense won him it. So it's like that's four. So you got four out of the seven rings. He he had a great defense, and then you got another uh, another couple where it was like field goals were made, bad calls were made in a couple of the games. So it's like a lot of the games. Do you really think that Tom Brady won the, them games legitly just off his talent, or was it because the defense put him in a great position to be great? Because at the end of the day, you can be an average quarterback, but if you have a great defense, you have a top five defense. You can get somewhere. You don't have to have – you just have to have one or the other, really. You can have an average defense and a good offense, and that'll work. Or you can have an average offense. You can have an average offense and have a great defense, and that'll work. You just need to be around that top 15 range. If you're around top 15, you're usually pretty good. You usually can last a little bit longer. So, for me, I just – for me, I believe that 
that Ben Simmons, not Ben Simmons, but I believe that the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to probably win the division. I, Looking at what they did, did last yesterday, not yesterday, but a Thursday against the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, I believe they're going to win the division. Now that I saw a little bit from Dak Prescott, I mean, of course, it was some throw that he could not make. And that's just that's going to take a little bit of while because he just he hasn't played in a while. He hasn't played a full season in like a year. So, I mean, that's going to take a minute. That's going to take some, a couple games. But if he can stay healthy, if the offensive line can uh, keep him protected, I believe that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the division. I mean, I know I, I might have said I think Washington or the Giants are, that is going to win the division, but that was a little premature before I saw the Dallas Cowboys play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they did not win. Of course, they didn't win. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won on a, by two by a field goal. I mean, I'm, we're going to say it. I mean, Tom Brady's good. I'm not, I'm, he's clutch. I mean, he's clutch. I'll say that. He's clutch. I'm not going to hate on him that bad. He's clutch. But at the end of the day, the defense helped him. And at the end of the day, I believe to to this day, this is why I hate Mike McCarthy. He's so fucking conservative. I just I hate that. And of course, at, at the end of the day, too, Mike McCarthy. You can't get Mike McCarthy without any like any bad bad plays. You have two, what I think three or four missed field goals in the game that could have possibly actually helped you a little bit. I mean, I think it was three actually. And when you add them three up, that's nine points. That part, that would have helped, really helped the Dallas Cowboys to win the game. So for me, it's just like the Mike McCarthy, he's so damn conservative. And that's why I think him and Aaron Rodgers clash so much because Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy. He's like, did you see my resume? Like, he's like, look at me. Look what I have done for you guys. I have spoiled Green Bay Packers fans. And you're going to tell me I can't go on fourth down? Like, come on, man. It, and it's... I it was a couple plays in that game where I'm like, okay, just go for it, just go for it, just once. You don't have to go for it two every time. Just go for it once, just once or twice in a game, just to. Because I think what that does too is when you go for it, it gives your players confidence. It gives your players that they believe your players confidence that you believe in them. When you set set up field goals, then it makes me feel like you're not saying you're telling your offense. I don't believe that. You, for me, that's what I believe. When I see it's like a four from three, and it's like at the, it's it's in field goal range, and you're like, well, I'm gonna make a field goal. It what that's telling me is that you don't believe that your offense can do it. You believe that that the defense is better, and you're like, oh, well, we're not gonna get another chance at this, so we might as well make the field goal and be conservative. And that's what I that grinds my gears about Mike McCarthy. That just that that irritates me so much. I, that's why I, I'm I'm so actually glad he's gone. Matt Lafleur is a little better, but he kind of messed up a little bit last year in the regular season, not the regular season, in the playoffs when he thought Aaron Rodgers he thought Aaron Rodgers was wanted the field goal. And in actuality, Aaron Rodgers said that he wanted to go for it. That's why he didn't do nothing on the third down. He thought wanted he thought Matt Lafleur was gonna uh, give him the ball to have a chance to go for the fourth down, but they didn't and. We all know what happened after that. But at the end of the day, man, for me, I just I mean, I hate that. It just it irritates me about Mike McCarthy. Um, Bruce Arians, he's a great coach. I mean, they got Todd Bowles, great defensive coordinator. I mean, their defense is um great. I mean, uh what's the guy that didn't uh don uh what's the uh God, the guy the guy that got injured? I saw the injury. 
from the Buccaneers player uh, corner. Man, that's, that's, that injury looks like it's going to be about five weeks. I mean, that's look that what that looked like me to me is he because at first at hindsight it looked like a hyper extended like he hyper extended his arm or something like that. But then I looked at further at the camera and it's he he clearly broke it. He clearly broke his arm, and that's going to take about I think six to eight weeks or or around that range. Um, but I mean, he should be healthy. I mean, hopefully they can be healthy because I don't want any excuses when the buck, the not the Bucks, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't win the Super Bowl. I don't want any excuses from these Tom Brady, Tom Brady, um, fans saying, "Oh, well, they didn't have this." No, when Tom Brady's the goat, he got to overcome. He's he's the goat, right? Well, I'll let him overcome. Then let him be. He's clutch, right? Okay, then let him be clutch. Don't don't blame nobody else. And I, cause at the end of the day, I, what I hate about the most about Tom Brady fans is that some, some of them, some of them, not all of them, but some will act like Aaron Rodgers is not comparable, comparable to, to, uh, Tom Brady just cause of the rings and not even seeing that. First of all, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback out of two, better to throw the quarterback. He's accurate between the quarterbacks. He's, he does, all he doesn't have is accomplishments. But if he has that same that same defense, that same offense, the scheme that they uh, Tom Brady played in Tampa Bay and in New England, that same defense that he had them three years, I mean, what them four years he won Super Bowls. I mean, he more more in um, New England, but the four that the defense were the defense was awesome. They were top five. Imagine Aaron Rodgers getting that team. Imagine where he would have took them. Just like he would have went undefeated, the, the Patriots would have went undefeated multiple times with Aaron Rodgers with them defenses that he had, that Tom Brady had. So me, for me, I just that's just my opinion on that argument. But even though all that I said, all that I can admit where I'm wrong. Tom Brady is good. He played great yesterday. I mean, the two interceptions really wasn't his fault. I mean, the the path that to Leonard Fournette for a screen that's not really his fault because at the end of the day, Leonard Fournette is not a type of running back that runs screens a lot. I mean, Aaron Jones is, Christian McCaffrey is, uh, even Saquon Barkley is a good screen running back. But Leonard Fournette is not that type type of caliber of running back where he runs screens. And it was, I mean, I'm not gonna. It kind of was seeming a little high, but that's what you kind of supposed to do. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to let the blitz come a little bit and then throw it off. And Leonard Fournette kind of it just tipped it, and it was just luck happened, and again it, it landed right into the uh, I think the cornerback's hand, which was simple. It was a simple tip drill kind of uh, defense defensive play. But I mean, it just that that interception was what even his fault, and then the second interception by Tom Brady wasn't really his fault either. I mean, I mean, well, he was just pretty much what well, Tom Brady was pretty much just trying to take a chance and see if. He can get something at the end of the half at, 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 at halftime just to see if he can get a touchdown or whatever. And we tried it. He got picked off. So, and then at the end of the day, the Cowboys nearly took it to the house and got seven points. Uh, got a pick six. I mean, they nearly got that. I mean, I would have loved it. I mean, it could have made it would make the game more competitive. But at the end of the day, I can I can admit the the cow the Cowboys are. Going to be good this year. I thought they weren't going to. They were going to be kind of sucky this year. But I can admit, they if 
Dak can stay healthy. That offensive line can um, protect Dak Prescott. That running game can get a little bit better because Zeke Elliott was ass yesterday. I mean, ass cheeks yesterday. I mean, but buns yesterday. I mean, it wasn't even not yesterday, but Thursday. I keep saying yesterday, but um, he was buns Thursday, and it just it just it wasn't his day. But I mean, with that kind of with the injury he had and whatever that uh, uh, Zeke Elliott had, I mean, all the, the the stuff that happened prior to that, I mean, he needs a little bit of run, and I think that game kind of gave him a little bit of run. And also, he, I mean, as the season goes on, he's the type of running back, he gets better as the season goes on. He adapts to the type of defenses every, every game. So I don't think this is going to be – this is going to be a one-time – Thing for I think Zeke Elliott, he's gonna improve. I don't think he's gonna get. Uh, I mean, he probably will get a thousand yards this season. I, I can bet. I'll probably say at the least he's gonna probably have like nine fifty. But he might have a thousand yards in his in his bag. He might have it. If like I said, if that offensive line can stay healthy, they can build around that a little bit more, and they can uh, stay healthy because Zach Martin was out last last game against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the Cowboys. Uh, I think tackle was out. Uh, Zach Martin was out. So I mean, that could could be a big difference. And if he can, uh, Zach Martin, Zach Martin can stay healthy, and the Cowboys' offensive line can stay healthy. I believe they can make the playoffs, and I believe they can make they can win the NFC least or whatever you want to call it, East East least feast. I don't care, really care, but it's the NFC East. So for me, that's what my opinion on that. But let's get to let's get right into the. The, the the scenario the finale of my podcast and that's let's talk about week one NFL's week one preview so let's get right into it so we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the Indianapolis Colts um at twelve at twelve p.m. that is going to be a good game for both teams Seattle is one of them teams that are always every year contenders. I mean, they they had a little bit of rift between Russell Wilson and the management about him wanting him wanting and that by, by him I mean Russell Wilson wanting wanting more control in the offense and the uh, the the yeah in the offense. So for me, I love that. I love that that they can resolve their issues and it's gonna be a great season for the Seahawks. The Colts, on the other end, it's kind of. I don't know what their season is going to look like. I don't know if it's going to look good or bad. I, like I said, I, I mentioned this, I, I think, two or three podcasts ago about about Carson Wentz, him being injury prone. I mean, Carson Wentz, I believe if he's healthy, he's a top 10 quarterback. I guess I said it. When he's healthy, if you look at his season where he played almost the whole season, he had made some great throws. He was a good quarterback. He was good under pressure. If he, if Carson Wentz could have stayed healthy, if he could, if he can somehow come back, and if they can somehow stay around that playoff range, I believe because I think he's out for like twelve weeks. So if they can by week twelve or whatever, if he can, if they can stay around that playoff spot or can get in somehow or stay around five, I don't say five hundred. If they can get ten or eleven wins out of them, which I don't see how they can get that, but if they can get. Ten, I think ten wins. I, I believe they can win it because the division is not really that good like that. I think the division has Texas in it. I think it's a whole multitude of people in their in their uh, division. Let me check the division. 
they have in their division. Yeah, they have the Texans, the Jags, and the Titans. Now the Titans might be a good playoff team, so that might be a little hard to win in that win that division because the Titans are really good. They have a great quarter uh, running back in um, Derrick Henry. They got a good offensive line, and especially the two wide receivers and uh, what the uh, wide receiver acquisition of. Uh, Julio Jones, and they have A.J. Brown at his side, his sidekick. I don't know if it's a sidekick. It's probably his main man, his his his, his, uh, his bro, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But he has a guy, a running mate, and uh, A.J. Brown right next to him. And they have a, actually, they have a great offensive line. Their defense is still shaky, but I mean, they can work on it. I mean, it's, we still got, still got a lot of time. We got seven week, 17 weeks, so we got time. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. We have time for a lot of things, um, but yeah, because week seventeen, until week seventeen, then we'll find out everything about everybody and every team. Um, but for me, like I said, I I think the Colts have a chance. They have a legit can- chance to make the playoffs if they can, like I said, if they can stay around that range, if they can beat at least beat one uh, the Texans or the Colts. Now this now that the Colts have injury problems and. The Colts have, uh, don't really have a quarterback. It, it, this gives a team like the Jags and the Texans a, a chance to make some noise because I, 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 if the Jags don't make the playoffs, if the Jags, not even say the Jags don't make the playoffs, but for me, in my opinion, Trevor Lawrence is really not that good. I'm just saying, I, this is me. He's not that good. He's overhyped. I don't really care what anybody says, but he's so overhyped. I really believe that the uh, – I don't know if he got picked before, but I believe that the Jags should have picked Justin Fields. That's just my opinion. Justin Fields is probably the best quarterback in this draft. The best skilled-wise, better best quarterback in this draft is Justin Fields. Then it's probably Zach Wilson. Then you got uh, what's the guy's name? Got Zach Wilson. He got Mac Jones, and then you probably have Trevor Lawrence in there somehow and in there, but. For me, I just I'm not I'm just I'm just not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I watched him in college, but when you have a great defense, you can make anything look good. I mean, you can make anything look good when you have a great defense. Like I said before, the same thing about Tom Brady. When you have a good defense, your defense can set you up for a lot of things, and that's a lot of things on offense that can help you win games. And for me, that's I'm not I gotta see I gotta see it when it regular season. I gotta see if you're a great player like you say you are. You can win without a good defense. You can win with an average defense, and that's just my opinion. And then we also got, speaking about the Jags, we got the Jags versus the Texans. This pretty much is a game that I don't know if anybody going to watch this, if you're a Jags fan or a Texans fan, because you got Deshaun Watson that's going to be out for the game. He's not going to play, but he's on injury for IR, even though we know he's not injured. It's a lot of other things, a lot of outside things that is um, – Holding back on him. Of course, he wants the, the trade request. That's also in in his, in the Texans' uh, brain right now, and also the all outside interference right now is going on with his sexual assault case. Sexual, ugh, I messed up, y'all. Sexual assault cases. That's what the word is. Okay, and then we also have the Philadelphia Eagles. That also is at twelve. All these games are at pretty much twelve uh, p.m. So we got the Eagle, the Philadelphia Eagles, and we have the Atlanta Falcons. Now the Eagles are a really good team. They're around that range too to make the playoffs in the NFC least or East or whatever. 
But the Philadelphia Eagles are are they're a really good team. They are obviously their average team that I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs because simple as this. The Eagles defense is shaky a little bit. Their offense is still young. I think the quarterback is good, but he's not great. He's not eye popping. He doesn't he he has he has swagger. I would, I can say that. He has swagger. But swagger can get you only so far. I mean swagger can get you a lot of places. He can get you to network with people. Swagger can get you into places. Swagger can get you girls. Swagger can get you a lot of things. But swagger can't win you playoff games. It it can't. You gotta you gotta be clutch. You gotta be there for the moment. I mean, you gotta be there in the moment. And for me, I just think I do not think I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are they're right there. And I think if they can win one or two games against the Dallas Cowboys, they can probably make the playoffs. That's 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 highly likely. Now the Falcons on the other end, um, I'm not really gonna talk about them. I, I mean, all I'm gonna say is 28 to seven. That's all I'm gonna say. That's self-explanatory. 28 to seven. Um, but uh, the char- we have the next at 12 p.m. We have or we're on the same time as it, we're gonna have we have the, uh L.A. Chargers and the Washington Football Team, the worst name of all time. I don't know why that that was just terrible. I mean, why did the Washington football team wait that long just to say we're going to name the team the Washington football team? This is the stupidest name ever. I mean, damn, y'all made us – it was in, it was anticipating a good name, and then y'all was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to name the Washington football team. Like, what the fuck? But whatever. Let's talk about the game. Now we have the L.A. Chargers with uh, Justin Herbert, and then we have the Washington football team with uh, – I don't really know who's going to play today. We got we have a multitude of guys. We probably um, – uh, Jerry, well, not Jerry, uh, but we got Taylor Heineke. Uh, I call him uh, Tay Henny. I mean, because I mean, a lot of stuff he does looks like he's drunk. Um, and then we have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the bearded um, quarterback, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, the bearded uh, manatee. I don't know. He looks like one. I'm just saying. I'm not ribbing him, but he looks like a manatee just a little bit. We look at yeah. And we have, like I said, we have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That offense is really good, actually, with McLaurin, 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 I think his name is, good wide receiver. And then we also got a good defense and Chase Young and them, yeah, young, them young guys there. They're really good. That defense is up and coming. I wouldn't be surprised if they're top 10 this year. Like, that's how much I believe in their their defense. Their defense is, has, has a potential of being top 10. That's just my opinion. And then we also, at 12, we have the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Now, this game is going to be good. This game, this game is going to be really, really good. I love this game. I love this, the, the two hard not hard-nosed defenses. And we have a, two quarterbacks. We have a possible Hall of Famer in Ben Roethlisberger. And then we have a young stud, a possible Hall of Famer also, not yet, but He's still young. He's still have to do a lot of things. And Josh Allen with his running mate, his wide receiver running mate, and uh, Stephon Diggs. I mean, we got a, and he got a multitude of guys around there and on the running back that multitude of good running backs. Don't know their names right now, but they have a multitude of good running backs. I watched it. That's why I know. And then they have a good defense. So for me, I just believe that. The Buffalo Bills, they're in a good division, actually. They're in a really great division. Let me see. I think they're in the same division as the Bills. Yeah, they're in a, no, they're not. 
they the the their division they're gonna probably win their win win their division because they got the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins in their division. The Dolphins are gonna always be a Dolphin, gonna swim around. They're gonna be entertaining for us sometimes, but ultimately they're not gonna really do anything in the playoffs or whatever. No offense to Tua, Tua Tagaloa. I mean, I don't know if it's, that's, I said his name right, but y'all know what I'm talking trying to get to. And then the Jets, like I said, Zach Wilson is a probably a top two quarterback in this draft. But um, the Jets are going to struggle for like a couple years until they can figure out some way to get an identity. They don't have, they don't have an identity right now. I, I believe that Zach Wilson can uh, help them find an identity. Um, so for me, I, I think that's just something that uh, I believe right now. Um, so, and like I said, the Buffalo Bills um, have you're going to win that division, and then. The Steelers are going to – I think the Steelers in the division with the Browns and the Ravens. Now that division is going to be really, really hard because all their teams except the Bengals are going to be really, really good. Most of their teams are going to be playoff teams. The Ravens are going to be a playoff team. And they're sorry for their loss. They have two back-to-back running backs in J.K. Dobbins out for the season. I think uh, Edwards is out for the season. I mean, they got a multitude of running backs that fell off. Not fell off, but they – on the injury report on the IR because of injury, and that's uh, that's something that I don't want to see because I love a little, little bit. I love Lamar Jackson. I love his run, his his game. His game needs to involve of evolve, of course. But I love how he plays. I love how he um goes uh goes apart in the, not goes apart, but he, how he um he how he treats football as as a gift. And he treats football as a something that he can he can he can make not make a lot of money. I'm not I'm trying to say that, but he's trying he I like how his his mindset, that's what I'm trying to say. His mindset surrounding around his uh, his game. And I love that about Lamar Jackson, and that's my opinion on that team, really. Um so let me go to so then we also got on at twelve o'clock, we have the 49ers versus the Detroit Lions, the San Francisco 49ers to be exact, and the Detroit Lions. Now the Detroit Lions could make or make uh, make some noise because they do have Jared Goff at the quarterback, and they, they might make some noise. But ultimately, I think the Green Bay Packers, and it's not my bias; it's just facts. The Green Bay Packers are going to win that division, and then it's gonna, probably going to be the Bears because Justin Fields is the best, second best quarterback in that division. Yes, I said it. The second best quarterback in the division over Kirk Cousins and 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 Jared Goff, and it's, that's just my opinion. The 49ers are going to be—I don't know what they're going to do right now with Trevor. If they're going to start Trevor Lawrence or uh, or not Trevor Lawrence, but Trey Lance or um, what's his name is Trey Lance or or, or Jared Goff. Sorry for the the my nose. I'm snuffing a little bit because I got a stuffed nose, so I apologize for that. But uh, like I said, I, I don't really know what was happening with the 49ers, so I really can't articulate or I can't really give my analyst's uh, hat. I can't really put my analyst hat on to see what I believe in the 49ers. 49ers are going to be – they're going to be pretty – I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, their defense is fell off a little bit because they lost a lot in free agency and just injuries all overall. But I think ultimately their defense is going to be top 15. But if they can somehow find 
who's going to be the quarterback in the next week or so. We, we'll, I'll, I'll give you an update on that, on, on my opinion. And speaking about the um, uh, opinion, the Vikings, we got the Minnesota Vikings and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So the Vikings, like I said, they're the, they're the third best quarterback in the, the NFC North. The Kirk Cousins show, I think, it's kind of run its course. I That's just my opinion. I mean, Kirk Cousins is an average quarterback, but I just think he's not right for the Minnesota Vikings, and that's just my opinion. He's just not. He's not. He really doesn't. He's not giving you nothing. He can play good games every so often, but he's always going to be that guy that just fails when you need when you need him the most. He's like Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is a, he was a good quarterback, but when you needed him the most, he failed you. That's Kirk Cousins right now. Kirk Cousins for the last what two or three years, he's been good. When you don't need it, when you, I mean not even when you don't need it, but because you always need a good quarterback, you always need a good game out of Curry Cousins. But when you need it the most, when it's like a big game, he fell falls short every time. And our defense is not really that good, so I mean I don't know what's going to happen with that. But like I said, that's my opinion. And the Bengals, Joe Burrow's before he got injured, um, I believe that he was going to run a rookie of the year, which he didn't. But I believe it's going to be a, a good year for him. And the Cincinnati Bengals, I don't think they're going to win a division, but they're going to be competitive. They're going to make some of these teams, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens, they're going to make them okay, They're going to make them sweat a little bit. So, I mean, that's just my opinion on that. And then we have um, at tw- another game at 12, we have the New York Jets. I mean, not New York. Yeah, no, the New Jersey. Well, yeah, New York Jets. And we have the Carolina Panthers. Now, these two teams, we got the head coach of Robert Sala, the former defensive coordinator for the for the um, San Francisco 49ers. And then we have the Panthers. Uh, I don't know their head coach, but the Panthers are really good, actually. They have Teddy Bridgewater's back, so he's pretty healthy. And I believe that I don't think they're going to make win their division. The NFC South, they're not going to win their division. The probably It's going to probably be the, mo- the most likely it's going to be the Buccaneers and then the Saints. And shit, you never know. If the Saints come out really hot, and um, James Winston plays well. Shit, they can win the division. I don't. I I wouldn't be surprised if they did if that happened. But um, that we already know kind of what, who's going to be the two guy, two teams uh, battling for that division is the Saints and the and the uh, Buccaneers. But like I said, I I believe that the Jets they got they're gonna not the Jets. Well, yes, the Jets are gonna struggle for a while. They're not gonna be really that good for a, for a minute. They gotta find their identity. But I think Zach Wilson is a good good quarterback to help him build that identity. And Robert Sala at the head coach job, head coaching job, I believe that he's going to rebuild that culture also. And the Panthers, I think this game is going to be pretty competitive. I that's my opinion. I think it's going to be pretty competitive. But I ultimately I think the Carolina Panthers are going to win this game. And then we have another game at twelve. We have the last game at twelve, or the last game it's. They say it's going to be at 12. We have the Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Arizona Cardinals have a good – they have did a, a lot of changes. They made a lot of changes, not did. They made a lot of changes in the offseason. Of course, we got DeAndre Hopkins. That's the obvious. We have J.J. Watt. We have a multitude of guys. Going through the quarter uh, wide receivers on their team. Got a good running back, good quarterback, good co- head coaching job. I mean, head coach. I mean, they got a great defense. I mean, not, not, I don't say they're great, but they got an average defense, which I always say, if you have a good 
offense and our defense or vice versa, you're good. You're good for right now. But I think ultimately Colin Murray and the Cardinals, I think they're going to, they're going to be, they're going to, they don't think they're going to win a division, but I think, I still think that they're going to, um, I think Seattle's still going to win the division. I think Seattle has that. I don't think they have it on a, on a stranglehold, but I think it's competitive. But I think ultimately the Seahawks are just have the better quarterback out of the two. And I, that's just me. Um, I, I know most people think that most people think that the Seahawks have the better quarterback between Colin Murray and Seattle. And that's, it's not even a, a debate. And that's just why I believe that the Arizona Cardinals are not going to win the division, but they're probably going to make the playoffs. Um, the Tennessee Titans, like I said, they're going to win their division most likely because they don't really have a good division like that, like at all. And the Tennessee Titans are the better team out of that division. We already know what we're going to get out of Derrick Henry. We're going to get fit, almost 1,500 yards. We're almost or probably about 1,500 yards rushing every, every season. We're going to get an average quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. He's going to do, do some things. He's going to make some mistakes. But ultimately, when you got Derrick Henry, what can you lose? And at the end of the day, that helps your passing when you have a guy like Derrick Henry that can run pretty much everybody over. I mean, this guy is like a freaking Matt truck playing at a running back. He, this guy is a freaking linebacker playing running back. So, I mean, just at the end of the day, it's just – I think, like I said, the Tennessee Titans is going to win this game. I believe they're going to win this game just because Derrick Henry can't get stopped. And I don't think anybody on that defense can stop him on the Arizona Cardinals defense. J.J. Watt, that was a good pickup. I mean, and that's going to be a big test for J.J. Watt. And also that's going to be a big test for Derrick Henry. So that's just what I believe. And that's my opinion on that situation or that that um, team. And then we also have a, some 325 games. And the first one I see on here, we have the Browns versus the Chiefs, the Cleveland Browns and the, and the KC Chiefs. And we have, uh, for me, I think the KC Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, are going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be. It's going to be very close. Oro Beckham is back. I think he's going to have big, have big game this, this, uh, this, this game. He's going to really have a big game. I, the secondary for the Chiefs is still kind of suspect. I mean, for me, they're a little suspect. I mean, they really didn't make no big moves in a, on a defense like that. I mean, just they just signed a couple people. Sign a couple offensive linemen because their offensive line was terrible. The defense still needs some work, so I think it's going to be a big game for Oda Beckham this game. He's going to go over 100 yards receiving, so that's just my opinion about that. And then we have the, at another 325 game, we have the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots, the oldest rivalry. The like I said, the Dolphins. This game is going to be pretty entertaining, to say the least. This game is going to be pretty entertaining, but ultimately, I think I, I don't think I believe that the New England Patriots are going to win this game by I think seven. Mac Jones is going to play pretty well. I think I, I don't think I believe he's going to play pretty well, and ultimately they're going to win it because of their defense. The defense is pretty good, but not awesome. It's not like how they were like ten years ago, but they still have good a good defense. A good defense to survive against the Dolphins. And then we have another 325 game. We have the Broncos, the Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants. Now, the Giants are one of them teams where I believe that they have a chance to win a division. Like Even though I said the Cowboys are going to win the division, it could easily be the Giants. It could easily be the Washington football team. It could easily be 
the uh the other teams. It could easily be a lot of teams in that in that division in that in the, the NFC East division, and the Giants have a chance to do that. And they can start off by beating the Broncos. The Broncos are really kind of up in the air right now. They really don't have an identity like that. They really don't have a quarterback like that. They are just scrambling right now for anything right now. They don't. I don't. For me, I don't believe they have an identity. So for me, that's just what I believe. And uh, that that in that uh game. And then also we have at the game in a week. We have the Green Bay Packers versus the New Orleans. Saints in Jacksonville Stadium because of, of course, ain't um not ain't Ida. That's my, I got an aunt named Ain't Ida, but Hurricane Ida, and uh so but this game is gonna be really entertaining. I believe Jason Winston, Jameis Winston is gonna probably throw like three touchdowns, but Aaron's gonna probably throw about four or five. <laughs> so I think this game is gonna be entertaining, but ultimately I think the, I believe I don't think I believe that the Green Bay Packers. Are going to win by like two touchdowns. The defense is going to play pretty well, and that's just my opinion on that. Then we have the two last one. We we have um we have um on uh on Sunday night football we have the Chicago Bears and the L.A. Rams. Now this game is going to be really entertaining. It's going to be in front of everybody. Sunday night football is going to be it's going to be really good. I think I believe. Justin Fields, I can't. I gotta keep on saying it. Believe, not think. I don't think nothing. I believe everything. <laughs> you either believe everything or you don't. So that's just my opinion about about that. But um, that's a quote that I'm gonna say. You believe everything or you don't. That's my quote for today. <laughs> um, um, for me, I believe that the the Chicago Bears are gonna be pretty good this year. They're gonna now. Of course, I don't think they're gonna win the division. But they might they they have a possibility if something happens or go something goes away with the Green Bay Packers, they can easily they can steal one or two wins from it from the a couple games with the Green Bay Packers. They can probably steal one or two wins. I'll say one or two. I'll say one win because usually sometimes that what happens. They can win one game just because Aaron, either Aaron Rodgers is not playing well or that defense is giving up a lot of yards yards. So I, I believe they can win one one game against the Green Bay Packers, but ultimately, like I said, they're not going to win the division. They might make it competitive, but they might make it competitive. They might make it close, but I ultimately, I think, I not. I don't think I believe that they're going to have. A, it's going to be a good game with the LA Rams. Like I said, the LA Rams that they swapped with the Detroit Lions, and they got um, out of that deal. They got jerk. I mean, not jerk off, but they got Matt Stafford. Stafford, and I believe Matt Stafford is unappreciated. He's really good. It just wasn't a – he was just in a bad division. The Packers dominated that division, so I think he's never got his credit, his just due. And I think now that he's with the L.A. Rams, he's going to get his just due. That offensive line is great. They have great wide receivers in Cooper Cup. I think – what's the other guy's name? I forgot the other guy's name. They're, and they have a great defense, and I believe that that's going to help them. That's going to help Matt Stafford. Be uh, he's gonna get the 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 approval. He's gonna get the recognition he deserves. And then we have on Monday Night Football, we have the Baltimore Ravens and the Oakland, not Oakland, but the Las Vegas Raiders. And I believe that this game is also gonna be competitive. The 
Las Vegas Raiders are really a really good team. They have Darren Waller. They have uh, what's this guy's name? Oh God, I forgot his name. Derek. Um, I was like Derek Watt. Um, Derek uh, Carr. They have a good run, wide receiver. They got a good running back. Their defense is pretty shaky, but they can they they can play against a team like the Ravens. The Ravens offense is pretty much one dimensional. If if they if, if you can stop Lamar Jackson, which is hard to say than to do. Right now, if you can stop Lamar Jackson, he's they're pretty pretty much one dimensional until he proves us wrong or until the Baltimore Ravens prove us wrong. He, they're pretty much one dimensional. If if you can stop or contain Lamar Jackson, which is hard to say, didn't do it's it. If you can contain him or slow him down, I believe that he's one dimensional. I believe that Ravens are going to turn one dimensional. Which is something that the Ravens need to work on in order for Lamar Jackson to evolve as a player, and in order for Lamar Jackson to be, able, in order for really the Baltimore Ravens to go come back to the promised land, which is the playoffs, which is winning a Super Bowl and having won in a while. So for me, that is my opinion. That is my assessment on Week One of the NFL season. I thank you guys for listening. If you want to go and listen to this podcast or other podcasts, you can go to the whatever you want to call it podcast on iTunes, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. Yeah, Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. You can go to Spotify. You also can go to Stitcher. If you want to go uh, go to my Facebook and interact with me, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm and I've been uh, uh, post. I'm gonna start posting a little bit more frequently, freak, frequently. So, uh, you guys, just interact with me. Give me some feedback on how you feel about my podcast. You can say it sucks. You can say I don't like it. You can say anything. No, just don't be mean. That mean because I'm responding back because I don't like people talking talking mess to me. But like I said, I'm sorry, plan. But like I said, interact. If you want to interact with me, man, you can go to my Twitter at the whatever you want, not the whatever you want to call it. You, that's my Facebook page. You can go to my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast facebook page you also can go to my twitter and my uh instagram at the handle of my hand my twitter and my instagram handle is marquise m-a-r-k-e-s-e 95 sports that's all together you can go to that and you can interact with me tweet me and uh message me about anything regarding sports ladies and and men late and also regarding sports you can interact you can ask me what do you feel about the team? What do you feel about the season? What do you feel about this injury? Anything, man. Like I, I, I really want you guys to interact with me, see, get involved in this, this thing that I have in uh, this podcast. I really love, I really love you guys uh, listening and tuning in to the podcast. But I thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys Tuesday. I'm, I'm sorry, you guys, for not. I haven't been posting. I haven't posted actually this week at all. I usually did. I usually would do it Tuesday, but I did not do it Tuesday. Sorry, I apologize for that. I will do one. I for sure, I will do one next Tuesday. I promise you that. And I'll see you guys. Also, I will promise you that you'll get a good episode every week. That's also a promise. But I'll next see you guys next episode on the whatever you want to call it podcast where everything is controversial, where anything can happen. I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.